What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Active Texan Podcast. I'm Dr. Brian Watts, your host, and today we have co-host Allison Watts with us. What's up, Allison? Hey. And today uh, we have two special guests with us, Casey Mitchell and Nina Miner. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Happy to be here. Yeah, so we recently met at a competition at this um, Come and Take It showdown that was hosted by Sawed Off CrossFit here local in Bryan College Station, and they were the winners of that competition in their their division. Which division was it that y'all competed in? The RX females. All right, so that that was a big win for them. There was there was some pretty decent competition out there. It was fun to watch. Um, I was a spectator. Allison was a spectator, um, and. We just wanted to have them on and let them tell their stories about that and then kind of get to know them a little bit and see kind of how they got to so involved with CrossFit and able to win. I mean, I know it was a small competition. You may not see it as much, but I think it's a big deal. I mean, y'all won. Y'all beat everybody, right? I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, it's RX. You know, there was nothing, you know, easy about it, right? I mean, I think it was a pretty tough competition, wouldn't you say? Yes, it was good. I think that that particular competition was probably the most competitive and, like, to the t- to the line everybody was it was a toss-up regardless of what was going to happen so we found out that we won at the last right. last second essentially was pretty close so yeah that was neck and neck yeah, yeah so, things were changing within the competition quite a bit yeah right yeah and y'all have done other competitions before individually yeah, yeah. yeah. not together but we both done separate so how'd y'all end up with the you know as a team what was the team name did we have a team name <laughs> We were given a team name. Oh, we um, were um, Barn Box Babes or something. Yes. And I don't know. It was a team that ended up dropping out. And so there was a spot open. And so we kind of signed up at the last minute. And um, we went to check in. And they were like, oh, Barn Box Babes. So we were like, cool. <laughs> That's us. That yeah. You yeah. didn't get to make t-shirts? No. No. <laughs> Although I did see someone with a t-shirt that said Barn Box Babes on it at the comp. And I was kind of like. Are you? Am I? What is this? <laughs> Do you know what that means? I, I don't know. No. <laughs> I think they built boxes in a barn. I'm assuming like plyo boxes? Yeah, probably. Maybe. 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 Um, I don't know. Cool. It's a hypothesis. So y'all got in there and like this first, before we kind of find out a little bit more about y'all's background, I mean, what was that competition like? Um, I think the, so the piece that stuck out to me the most was the was it a mile run? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was up a hill, down a hill. And that was ultimately the decider of the competition because each event kind of played into different teams' strengths. So we were all over the place, but that run put essentially put everybody into line as to where they were going to win or or fall in. Which, yeah. which event was y'all's strongest? Definitely the run. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that played to y'all's advantage. Big that time. was so I that, thought that was crazy. Just to give a little background, there were three events, and then the run was like a flex. Yeah. It was basically a tiebreaker, mm-hmm. is what it mm-hmm. sounds like it came down to. And it ten, and I think with the um, RX male division, it was very similar. Yes. Um, I think somebody ran like just under six mile, six minute mile, and that made the difference within just a few points or seconds mm-hmm. or whatever. That was. Um, so, the the run. Why is the run y'all's strength? Well, I mean, you're CrossFitters. Are you runners? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I personally really like running, and I run all the time, even outside of CrossFit. And I did cross country and track in high school, so I don't know. I just have a background with running, and then I'm in the army, um, so I run, although I don't like it. So <laughs> typically, I avoid it at all costs. 
But when I have to run for speed at a certain distance, I can do it. It's just I don't like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's more of just competition. I mean, like it's it's there for you. You're going to compete, yeah. especially a mile. You know that that that's not that long. I mean, it's yeah. going to be pretty quick, and you just push yourself till you can't run anymore. Mm-hmm. Can't go any faster. And so you mentioned up a hill and down a hill. Did that make a big difference? It made a difference in your head, but. Yeah. <laughs> Physically, you could feel it go up and down. Yeah. And it was new to us, so we, like, walked the route first, and we went the wrong way. Oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> On the walk? Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, we should go, like, try to find out where we're going to go because we had heard that it was confusing, and we are like, oh, you just go down and turn around, right? Well, there was, like, a couple turns, and so we just didn't. Yeah, that was, we, we didn't miss know. A turn. <laughs> it wasn't a sign. <laughs> what about when you ran it? You knew it. Oh, when we, when we ran. We yeah. So that's a good going. thing, y'all. We all scouted ahead. That's, I mean, that may be one of the reasons you won. Yeah, we weren't confused when we did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's smart. Kind of preparing. Even though you, you weren't necessarily prepared for the competition, um, you hadn't worked out together as a team in anything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think no, we people didn't. were preparing for this for a while. Yeah, we um, didn't know what the workouts were. And then... Well, they, they released them like two days before that. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. There I was, thought... It was not that early that they released oh, okay. them or maybe a week at the most um, yeah i know some teams did have time to yeah practice them at least like once, at our gym but i saw a couple but we definitely did not have time no no <laughs> yeah well, so to be able to not prepare for that i mean you must have been doing something prior i mean they're all both regularly working out somewhere yeah so we're both Aggieland uh sunrise crew early morning <laughs> risers uh and I, I think our group that works out together in the morning are very competitive and we push each other a lot for sure. And then like we had just finished the open and we both participated in quarterfinals the weekend before. And so, um, those are rough, those rough workouts, workouts were kind of, rough. <laughs> but you know, it was really fun to get to, you know, go to the next stage and say that you did it. Yeah. yeah. Say that you did it, sign up and at least get a score out there for some of the workouts. But that was all individual, though. Yeah, right, that was individual. Yeah, so you had you had a week to recover. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last one was on Monday. So Monday was it Monday? Or oh, no, I think it was Sunday. Yeah, I can't remember. So less one. than a week because it was a Saturday. The competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what was that that week leading up into it? I mean, you didn't even know then. That you no. Were be... <laughs> no. All I knew was I had a final on Friday, and then I was like, "Oh, we'll just do the competition. It'll be a fun post test." stress relief and then it ended up being you know a blast so yeah it was a great event when you win yeah that was was still in shock (laughs) i mean that's awesome um and so what about whenever i mean you're not doing crossfit nina what are you what are you up to um so right now i'm a computer science grad student uh at a m and then also an active duty captain in the army so I still get paid, but I'm a student. Uh, I'll be going to West Point to teach once I have completed my computer science degree. So that's the path I'm on right now. And why West Point? Um, I graduated from West Point in 2014, uh, and I've been all over the world, really, with the Army, Korea, Qatar, the United States, just everywhere. Um, So it's been a lot of fun, and I'm excited to get back to my alma mater and teach and have the experience of being in one of the nation's largest schools 
in a computer science program that has quite a lot of research and uh, opportunities. The instructors are all amazing, so I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but so we'll go down. I mean, a little bit more of your background here. So, where'd you grow up? I grew and up did in. Did you play any kind of sports growing up? Yeah, so I grew up in in Cypher, uh, Cyprus, Houston area. But as a kid, I lived all over the United States. So Rhode Island, Miami, um, Alabama, and everywhere we went, my mom kind of put me in a different sport. So I was born in Galveston, did gymnastics there, um, kind of kept up with it at, in Rhode Island. Then in Miami, I started basketball, was not good at it in Alabama, she switched me to soccer, also was not good at it because I would follow the ball. Um, and you love running. I, I hate running. <laughs> um, so then after soccer, we moved back to Houston, um, and that's where I started Taekwondo. And Taekwondo is where I really fell in love with it, uh, like combat one-on-one, because you're kind of in charge of your own fitness when you're doing hands, hands-on type sports. Um, so then in high school, I switched to wrestling and I did reasonably well in that. Uh, then the army, my first duty station, I did uh, CrossFit and that's where I fell in love with it. Cause it was like all of the different pieces from my childhood and my upbringing put together into one cool sport where you can do all of the things and not just run or not just bounce a ball or just do all of the weightlifting and yeah. all of the cardio all at the same time. <laughs> What's your favorite part about CrossFit? Um, my favorite piece is definitely weightlifting. Okay. Yeah. All the, the Olympic weightlifts and powerlifting, or is it anything in particular? Olympic lifts, okay. clean and jerk, snatch. And yeah. you started to learn that when you were in the army. In the army, yeah. Okay. And so there was you had a definite tie, like that. The army introduced CrossFit to you, but it like brought all this other stuff together. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it started with gymnastics. I mean, so, I mean, even yeah, from the very you beginning. You need that with CrossFit, too. Yeah, big gymnastics time. Moves. Uh, well, my mom pulled me out when we got to the high bars. So I didn't oh, get so that like, muscle up. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm really good at handstand walking, handstands, and all that stuff. But the bars are still scary. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Casey? Where where did you grow up? I grew up in Huntsville, Texas. So did you play any sports? Um, I played volleyball um in like middle school and then in high school i did track and cross country and that's kind of where my running background comes from um but yeah those are my two how that i mean how did you get to crossfit so um <laughs> when i came to a and um, after high school i still liked working out um i would run all the time but i started like kind of going to the gym and going to the rec and lifting weights, um, kind of like bodybuilding, you know, you'd have like arm day and leg day and stuff like that. And, um, I became a personal trainer, um, at the rec and I worked there for a few years. And so I would kind of program for myself and also for my clients. And I kind of got bored of like doing, I felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again. And, um, I'd kind of heard of CrossFit, but I didn't really know what it would be like. Um, and, uh, so I, went to college station CrossFit and dropped in. And I really liked the idea of um, like not having to put thought into what the workout was. Like I could just mm-hmm. show up, do a class and then like get really fit and then 
you know, go work as a personal trainer and like put all my effort into, you know, like the programs I would write for them um, and kind of leave my fitness in someone else's hands. And so I really liked that. Um, and then I just really like CrossFit now. <laughs> so. Yeah. so how, how many years have you been doing CrossFit? Um, since May, 2017. So I guess that's four years. Okay. And you went, that was an undergrad and then now, now where are you in school? Um, I am a first year med student at the college of medicine here. Okay. So now you're learning how to balance more intense school, which both of y'all are in graduate programs. I mean, it's how do y'all balance, you know, that with CrossFit or staying healthy even, and we're really just being active. Like what would you do without it? I not (laughs) really be probably unproductive and feel like I had all the time in the world and therefore never do anything. I think scheduling workouts in like during the day, sometimes twice a day keeps me on track um, and keeps me productive in the hours that I'm not working out, which I mean, there's more of those than the ones that I am working out, but it just helps me structure them better. And, you know, I mean, we both try to go, I mean, she always goes at 6am. Sometimes I sleep in, but you know, um, just get it done first thing as early as you can. Yeah. I go at like 5am every morning and I'm there until, Seven thirty-eight. 38 but as long as I get it done in that chunk in the morning then I feel accomplished for the day regardless of how good my classes go or how much how far I get into whatever programming problem I'm working on Um, jumping back into computer science from my army job was really hard for me last semester Um, so having the gym every morning as my rock to start my day right was the best way mentally that I could survive yeah. relearning computer programming essentially. Yeah. Um, so, and that's a job and a thing, something to study that requires you to be sitting for a long time. Yes. And so to have the balance of being really active, especially to start your day, that's, that's a really good balance. Good for your body. Yeah. I like that you spend so much time in the gym because it's not like you're there going 100 miles an hour the whole time you're probably working on other things like what are you doing in that two and a half hours yeah it's just a whole range of stretching and warming up and then relaxing for the next piece and then weightlifting and then a metcon but like each piece kind of speeds up and slows down through the session um I think people always think I'm crazy, some of the stuff that I'm doing, but I don't write any of the programming for myself either. Like she said, you put you put the trust in somebody who knows mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, and right now I'm following DECA, DECA Comp, um, and we're actually in the competitions competition corner club. So they provide us with programming and like advice as to how to strengthen some of the pieces that we're not good at. So I do a lot of specific stuff right now to increase my upper body strength to try to get my snatch better um that's what i'm working on right now so it's it's exciting but it it definitely like the speed changes throughout the session and with each day so if we go really hard on monday tuesday will be a little more slow or paced and then wednesday might be a little harder um thursday is always rested but I like that y'all both mentioned like needing or having a coach essentially, um, even though you're a coach and you know enough to be able to program, it's not like you can't do it. It's the same thing with physical therapy, with any kind of performance training that we do. Like there's a time where I think it's people should realize 
you're going to, you're going to advance more or get way more out of it. If you, if you get someone else in your corner, like helping you out. And so even for, so for example, you tear your Achilles (laughs) and you have to do physical therapy and you're a physical therapist. (laughs) It's good to have somebody, other physical therapists helping you. Like I, I immediately reached out to lots of my physical therapist friends and um, my physical therapist here that works at College Station PT. And I've got people helping me out from different angles because it's not like I can sit down. I mean, I've, I've tried it before where it's like I try to program my own thing or do my own, you know, but it just doesn't, you kind of get stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you even mentioned getting stagnant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're talking about clients or like with yourself, but um, to really advance and like make progress, you need people in your in your corner, like on your team, not just, not just you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll found that to be very like the effect of that. Like, did y'all notice a difference whenever you just kind of gave it to somebody else to tell you what to do? Or have you always done that? You kind of always said that maybe. I'm, yeah, I've kind of always <laughs> done it. And I'm terrible at like knowing what I should be doing to get better. So it's definitely been a, somebody else do this for me. And then even during the workout, I have to ha- kind of like talk to somebody to like make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, wait, how many rounds for how many? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely, it's definitely helped my fitness a lot to, you know, transition into CrossFit from like writing my own workouts. And I um, recently started working with a coach at um, CrossFit Aggieland. And so now I'm getting more like specific stuff outside of just the class workouts to do um, that's like tailored for me. So be excited to see where that goes because I would have a bad habit of just like doing the class and then going for a long run because I just love running or doing something else that may be counterproductive. but mm-hmm. Or overloading. Think, right. But then if you have <laughs> someone that can say, hey, you should not do this because I'm going to have you do this like later this week. You just don't know it yet it's kind of, it takes the stress off of you. Like, Oh, am I doing too much? Or am I not doing enough? You know, you just got to find the sweet spot to, you know, see progress. Yeah. And y'all been doing this you four years, how many years? Uh, five, six. Maybe. Yeah. So, and you, I'm asked before we started this, that have you had any major injuries, which neither of you have with CrossFit in particular. And so I think that that's because that, that that's attributed to, the way you've approached it and then actually it's probably made you more resilient like mm-hmm. and stronger i mean have y'all would y'all agree with that i think having a background in just like sports in general and like fitness before going into crossfit i think that helps a lot too because if you know there's the saying like oh you should be able to do it strict before you can do kipping like if you're you want to make sure that you're strong before you just start like some of the movements are pretty high skill and like it may seem like it's not that bad but if you don't have the like foundational strength to jump into CrossFit, like make sure that you're working on that before you just like kind of go crazy. And that's when I think the injuries happen. I think I started at a pretty low level though. Um, <laughs> I did all those sports as a kid, but I was not fit. I think I, uh, the first open I did, I was in maybe the bottom, like 5%. It wasn't, it wasn't impressive. Um, but just over six years or whatever, like exponential increase because you're working every day at a gym, whatever gym you're at, you're going to be working on a strength piece and a cardio piece. So you're going to improve as long as you stay committed. Um, and I just happened to really 
eat it. it. Yeah, <laughs> loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, you, you have you always been like that though, like so committed to it? Did you kind of do that from the beginning? I kind of fell into it and just kept with it. Because um, in Korea, my friend who introduced it to me, she was like, "Well, I go on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then run Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday." And it's like, okay, that's a good, it's a good pace to start with. Um, and then I just, no, this is the only thing I'm doing when I moved to New York and haven't changed it since then. Mm-hmm. So what are some of y'all's goals for CrossFit? I mean, other than just stress relief. <laughs> stress relief and... Uh, well, you said you want to get stronger in your upper body. Get yeah. Get snatch better. I do want to get, uh, I want to get better. Um, and then I think my ultimate goal is to be on a team of some sort at either Wadapalooza or like one of the bigger, maybe Granite Games. I think that would be really cool just to participate in something at that level. Um, My husband and I already signed up for uh, the BCS Classic. So we're excited for that. I'm very, I'm I'm a team person. I don't necessarily like competing on my own. So when she invited me, it was like, (laughs) oh, that's perfect. And there's some qualifier for that too, right? Mm-hmm. With the BCS Classic this year. That's yeah, it puts you in into RX or an immediate July, I think. July. Okay, so they're gonna basically put you into the division you need to be in based on that. That's good. Yeah, which is good because then there's no stress um, with picking a division. Yeah. I recently signed up too, and it was like, oh, well, should we do intermediate or RX? Because it's a pretty big competition. Like, there's yeah. a lot of people that mm-hmm. go, and. Um, I was like, oh, we don't have to decide. We could just, just do the workouts and then yeah. we'll just see. Yeah. And two years ago, there were three divisions. Yeah. Novice, intermediate, and RX. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, was, when that was when I did it. I did novice because I'd never done a competition. I'd just gotten into CrossFit. And it was perfect for what I did because we looked at intermediate and there were several things, skills that we couldn't do. But then it wasn't that much different from RX. So I think now they're doing it's. I think it's good that you can kind of get in better and plus, you can't be in a category you shouldn't be in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. I like how they put you in the category because, yeah. you know, if you're an RX athlete and you sign up for scaled, like if it's just RX or scaled, you know, that could kind of shift the competition. Yeah. But I like how it's already predetermined. It's going to make it a really good competition. If people are going to be evenly matched. It'll be. Yeah. It's already a lot of good, you know, it's a high level competition, I would say, for this area. Yeah. Programmed by Rich Browning. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty high yeah. level. <laughs> He's going to be there. So. Yeah, I can't get much. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask something about um, the qualifying. So, oh, so like Wadapalooza, you mentioned, like those team events, do, do they do that similar, like where you have to, they put you in categories or? Yeah, they yeah. do. It's the same like online qualifier system. And then at the actual in person, you're in whatever you qualified for and i think it like triples teams of two or teams of four teams of four so we'll have to meet some people (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you can find some people (laughs) plenty of people that like to work out around here yeah (laughs) yeah especially in miami so Mm -hmm. yeah so will you will you be in miami for that i mean the in person they should have it in person this year i don't know if i've seen any news but you gotta find somebody here to train with first yeah or Washington, wherever you're going to be. <laughs> that, dude. <laughs> we don't find a dude. <laughs> need another, another guy. <laughs> oh, we can find someone. So now that's your goal, too. Oh, yeah. That's my other goal. <laughs> Do you have anything specific you're working on, Casey? Um, well, I guess just the BCS Classic. Um, that's, I guess, the next thing coming up that I'm signed up for. Um, 
but I'm just trying to get stronger as well. And then, you know, there's still some high school movements that I can't do. Um, like I really can't handstand walk. I can't muscle up, so we're opposites on that. <laughs> and like ring dips, I just for some reason the kip on them stumps me every time. <laughs> but, so that's something yeah. you know that you need to work on, though. Right, for sure. And so now it comes down to whether or not you work on it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where the coaching comes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were doing this by yourself, it may not be as um, beneficial, or you may not ever get better at it. I would probably just skip the things that I'm not good at and keep getting and just keep doing the things that I'm kind of good at. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this is pretty cool because y'all are both like a, you have high like aspirations and goals for CrossFit. Like, and it's not like you're just doing it to um, just to be active or quote unquote stay healthy. I mean, that's great. But like y'all are also very in professional schools and you're you're balancing that like with with uh, like a high level of CrossFit. I mean, that's, that takes kind of a certain kind of person to, to do. And so, you know, that's, that sounds like that's what y'all are doing, right? Try to go hard in all the aspects of life. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And so you're early on in medical school, mm -hmm. Casey, do you have any idea of what, where you want to specialize or, I mean, anything come mm -hmm. up yet? Or are you still too early for that? Well, it is, I mean, they tell us that it's too early to like, really be set on what you want to do, but um, I'm definitely interested in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine. Um, I think it'd be ideal to work with athletes who share my passion for fitness, and I think that I could relate to them pretty well. Um, also, loving exercise and sports, so I think that would be ideal, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just kind of like going to explore during clinical rotations all the other specialties. Yeah. But if I had to pick right now, that's definitely what I would say. Well, I think you're setting yourself up for, you know, if you do go that direction with sports or orthopedics, um, then having this very active background in CrossFit in particular in some in running or whatever, that's going to, in a sense, you're going to be already leading from the front, mm -hmm. which makes a big difference whenever you're trying to help somebody that may do that thing like CrossFit. Right. Be able to, you know, relate to them. Yeah, and I think you'll enjoy it more. Like, I mean, enjoy what you're doing as a medical doctor, and then also, you know, not get burned out with CrossFit, you know, because you know that can happen too. <laughs> so, definitely. And so, with computer science, that really has nothing to do with. You know. Absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're you're. I like Nina how you. I mean, have gotten the habit, I guess you could say, of just like. In the morning that's your thing that's what you have to do to like set the standard of the day and then like it carries through mm -hmm. i mean would you say that carries through like into your your research and your school that work that you're doing yeah absolutely because i i take the same approach whenever i'm i start on homework or break things up in such a way that you can focus really hard on this one aspect of the problem move to the next aspect um whether it's analyzing cyber risk in whatever particular question or actually writing programming code. Um, I think it's really cool to be able to change your mind and shift it in such a way where you can move at different paces. Um, and I try to do that throughout the day because otherwise you get really monotonous and then you just get tired because you're thinking the same way or you're moving the same way or you're sitting in the same spot or that you have to change it up somehow within your day in order to actually 
complete, I feel. Otherwise, I, I would just not be as successful because I just start staring at one problem and then it becomes the only problem I can see. Um, so I have to change it up in order to kind of maneuver around because otherwise it's just very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people should take kind of what y'all do as a pattern of um, how you blend your professional life, family life with you know, your active life. Because if you just go from like the, the desk straight into the gym, work out for 45 minutes, an hour, don't really warm up that well, you're not going to get much out of it. I mean, but if you're spending the time on working on your weaknesses, working on mobility, strength, flexibility, things, then you're going to actually get way more out of it. And it's going to, it's going to be more like a lifetime thing. Um, and I mean, it sounds like both of y'all want to do this for a long time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so people should take that as a pattern, I think. And, and if they're getting into CrossFit or any sport, you can't just go from sitting at a desk to the driving range and play golf or to the, to the bar and do a bunch of pull-ups. I mean, we want to do it like that. That's just in reality. I mean, that's, that's one way to um, get injured. Uh, so you want to avoid that as much as possible by working on all those weaknesses and kind of easing into, you know, what you're in, in a sense, easing into it, but then like you're primed and ready to like actually benefit from those workouts. Yeah. I think staying active during the day is a big part of it as well. Yeah. You know, like being really mindful of just sitting all day. I know as a med student, it's, mm-hmm. right. you, know, you study all day, you study eight hours a day and, if you don't like, you can easily just sit all day, and I, I just think that's really bad. You got to prioritize you. wellness in your mind, like right. It has to be a conscious choice that you make every day to make sure that you're moving and mm-hmm. changing it up. All right, we're gonna take a little break, and we'll be right back. Here's a quick note from our sponsor, College Station Physical Therapy and Performance. We help active people in the Brazos Valley recover from injury, return to their active lifestyle, and reach their highest level of performance. Check out our website at collegestationpt.com if you are ready to feel better, move better, and perform better. Now back to the show. And we're back. So Casey, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your, your running um, aspirations, anything in the future for running outside of running a 400? Or, or have you run any races? I um, ran the BCS marathon um, in 2020, I guess. Nope. The, or 2019 2020. then. Yeah. So, okay. The last time they had it, yeah. I ran that. Um, and that was my first time ever doing a full marathon. I had done... The full? Mm, yes. Right into the full. Full marathon. Well, I had done a half Um two or three times before I did one my freshman year. And then I did a half leading up to the full. And then I think I did one when it was like uh Nutrivolt Oktoberfest mm-hmm. um, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I just recently bought a road bike um, and I've been riding that a few times and I was thinking maybe a triathlon would be fun, but swimming is hard. <laughs> that's the tricky bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, triathlon is so much fun. I got into it about two years ago and started just with a sprint triathlon. I mean, you probably looked at a sprint other than it, the swimming's not that long, maybe 400 meters, 500 meters. Could you swim that far? Mm-hmm. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah, in a, like a, in a small like pond or lake or even in a pool. I mean, oh, like open water swimming. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Like, but in a pool, I it's usually a, It's usually open water. Um, but I've also done the sprint where it's in a pool. Super easy as far as like it's not scary. I mean, other than there's a lot of people going back and forth in the pool and you got to pass them or get passed. 
Um, so there is, but it's not like open water where you have to sight and then you're bumping into people mm -hmm. and you can't touch and you can't see. <laughs> yeah. Um, that kind of sets it off kind of into panic mode for some people, but you're really making her want to do this If it's now. something <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not, I said, okay, but, okay, okay. but it gives you something that you, if you know, you know, that's a weakness, it's something to work on. For sure. Um, but you've got your bike, like you're pretty much already ready I'm to go. Two thirds of the way there. So yeah. yeah. And they start with the swim, so you get that over with first. You just gotta yeah. get to the run. Just exactly. I just gotta get to the run, and then I can just jog. Then you're gold. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. So you started riding the bike about you've ridden it four times on the with the clips. <laughs> well, with the clips. I, I bought it right before I started med school because I I live pretty close to campus, and I was thinking that I could ride it to class. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, during the summer and early fall semester, it was way too hot to even mm -hmm. consider that. Yeah. Um, but then I joined kind of like a cycling team um, for the College of Medicine. And with COVID, it's been, you know, kind of different. And we haven't really done any group rides or anything. But I was riding it by myself a lot. And um, then I was told by someone who's experienced in triathlons that I would be a lot faster and it'd be easier if I could get clip and pedals. And so I bought them and put them on. And it's kind of scary to clip in. Yeah. And then... You know, you fall a couple times, so I've only ridden it. <laughs> but when you say fall, times. it's when you're pretty much stopped, right? It's well, the times that I have fallen have been when I was just getting started, like getting started to go ride, and then whenever I was trying to get off. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. during the ride, I don't ever have to clip out. Um, I mean, I haven't had to yet, and that's my <laughs> fear that I will have to and potentially fall in like an intersection or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I get kind of scared, but. So you should also ride with people. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's that's okay. good. You found a group to ride with. Yes, I've ridden with one of my um, friends who's an upperclassman a few times. There's not a lot of places here um, to ride, but but there's a lot of people that do ride here. Um, it's very uh, both road bikes and like tri bikes. There's there's several groups. Um, like I said, I was trying for training for a triathlon, um, a long triathlon Ironman. Um, before I got hurt, but there's there's groups here at PCS Tri Club, and then there's also cycling groups that meet every single weekend down mm -hmm. here, in kind of South College Station or more south than north, like Rockbury, and they ride different distances, different levels of speed, you know. Um, so that, it's something that if you wanted to, you could get you can get involved, get better at it. Definitely, you can get your information. No, sure. I would like that for sure. So that's one of the things I ask all our podcast guests is like, what is there any kind of hobby or activity that you want to try outside of anything you've tried to this point? It could be triathlon for you, or is there anything else? Um, I think that's probably it for me, is triathlon. All right, I just wanted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> triathlon. She's going to be here for... a recording of it now. She's going to be here for at least a few more years. I mean, at least yes. back oh. and forth. I mean, when you're yeah. still in school, so... I'll be um, here till the end um, I'll be here for all four years just like CrossFit I mean you got to get involved with other yeah. people to help you do it I mean it's so much easier saves you a lot of frustration if you ride with other people run with other people start swimming with other people mm -hmm. yeah. so for sure. what about you Nina hobby activity that you haven't ever tried hmm. to this point I've, I've tried a lot of things I know. that's why I said <laughs> it like that because you listed everything when you were growing up well, I want to get back to scuba diving, but I've already done it. So oh, okay. it's just been a big break for me from scuba diving. Um, things I haven't tried, period. 
horseback riding. My sisters did a lot of riding um, when I was at West Point uh, without me while they were still here in Houston. Um, and it looked like a lot of fun. It looked like they had a lot of fun, but I don't know. I think it would be a weird thing to get back into at this age. I feel like most writers kind of grow up with it and grow up with that passion for horses. And my sisters fell into it and loved it. And I would like to feel that experience that they had. I just don't know if it's really possible. So I want to get back to scuba diving though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's hard to find a place to ride horses. <laughs> yeah. You can try anything. You just got to learn how. Yeah. <laughs> and gotta... scuba dive. Where do you scuba dive? Um, well, I learned in New York, which is also a weird spot to start scuba diving. Um, we did a lot of lake dives in Pennsylvania. So I think Texas is kind of similar, like blue hole, different lakes, not necessarily. I mean, I don't think anybody really wants to go diving in Galveston or something, but <laughs> there's much. a place in Huntsville that does scuba diving. I'm pretty well, sure. There we go. A lake. Um, I think it's called like Blue Lagoon. Oh yeah, see, but it's yeah. in it's in Huntsville. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it, it man made? Um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've only been there a couple times, but I'm I pretty sure like it's quarry though. though. I think it might be a quarry the Hay Spring or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. My sister did it in when she was in Austin and as a class, and I think that they went out to Lake Travis. Yeah. Uh, but I still think it's not. You can't see very far. In that Better way. than. Galveston. Yeah, maybe <laughs> certain places in the lake for sure are better than others. More clear. A lot of times by the dam. I mean, there's clearer water, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about scuba diving. <laughs> I I loved it. But at West Point, we went to like Honduras, um, Cancun, a couple other places that I can't remember right now. But it was definitely my favorite. What kind of advice would y'all give someone that is wanting to get into CrossFit? How do you how do you get started? I would I would say just go to a class and don't like don't hesitate to to go and just show up because I, I hear a lot of people say like oh I I'm not ready or I can't do that yet or they think they have to have some type of they have to become ready to show up and I think you just show up and the coach knows what to do and a lot of I mean all the coaches at our gym are great and so yeah I mean there's beginners there's people of all levels so I would say definitely don't be intimidated by any CrossFit you see on like the internet Instagram I mean the TV CrossFit games like it's not like that in the gym right. so definitely don't be afraid to go because there's people just like you you know mm -hmm. that are there yeah go and then talk to the coach like the coach will help you begin the class correctly. If you go and you just kind of like are intimidated by it or feel intimidated by it, just talk to the coach. They will always help you figure out where to start or how to approach the workout that they're doing as a group um, to the level that you're at. Because CrossFit is infinitely scalable and anybody can do it. So they will help you scale it to your level. Um, don't ever feel like you are obligated to do Rx or as written or exactly what the class is doing. If you know that you can't squat 10 times that particular percentage, then you need to talk to the coach and ask them what, what weights or what percentage would be best for you based on maybe an in injury, a past um, 
like a tendency for your knees to dive in? How should you actually be working to build those muscles that the class is trying to target? Um, but the coach is the key, right? And like Casey said, our gym is got really good coaches. So they'll help you get there. Yeah. I think that's great advice because I know even for me before I had any, uh, I had taken any classes with CrossFit, there's definitely like a stigma or a concepts people have that you have to be like hard and awesome, like the very top to even try it. It's super intimidating. But once you go, and I've been to several in town, like in general, the CrossFit community is so welcoming and they are wanting to help you. Like it's not, they're, they're very approachable at helping you scale everything to what you need for that class. Yeah, I think that's great advice too, because um, I mean, it was, that was your experience, but yeah. a lot of people may be intimidated if they look at TV, right? True. Uh, right. especially <laughs> because I mean, that is a, that is another level. Like, I mean, it's, that not very many people can get to. Of... And so, of course, that's going to intimidate you. But I like what you said, Nina, that it, even if you, I mean, it's normal to feel intimidated when you go into probably any gym, but especially like a big open gym with a lot of weights, a lot of people, um, you're probably going to feel nervous or intimidated. But the coaches, um, it, it, for sure at Aguilan and probably most places you go to, at least here, you're going you're gonna to have quality coaching and someone's going to help you. The last thing they want you to do is to be afraid of what you're doing and then to get hurt. So they're going to do the best thing to keep you safe, but also help you have fun. So, and to kind of calm those nerves. And I think it's actually probably good to be a little nervous. Like it makes it means you care like that about what's about to happen and what's going on. And then, you know, maybe, maybe you do it and it's, it's, you don't necessarily have fun after trying it for a while. So CrossFit may not be for you, but someone, who's interested in it and never tries it and just because they're scared. I think, you never. I mean, they're missing out. I mean, you ne may never know like if that's something that you could do for the rest of your life, you know? <laughs> and because CrossFit has every, every component of every physical activity, it'll show you what you actually do like by forcing you to do everything. Well, I don't like wall at. balls, yeah. so I'm not going to do wall balls, but I'll, I'll ride on that bike all day. Right. So it'll show you what you actually want to do based on, what your lifestyle is and what you like mm -hmm. yeah. and it's different every day like we don't do the same workout every day yeah or every week mm -mm. i mean there's benchmark workouts but it's always varied so yeah. i like that a lot and i think people would like that awesome i think that's great advice totally. you have any other questions yeah so how can people get in contact with y'all if they want to reach out come to your gym yeah, come to Aggieland. <laughs> Sunrise. Come to Aggieland, uh, 5 to 830. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty big window. Yeah. Well, again, congrats on winning the Come and Take a Showdown. Thank Yay. you. <laughs> Thank so, you. And this has been a blast. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah thanks. thanks for having us.